You cannot imagine what it's like. We can't use pathways or roads. Have to wear a bell worn by cattle or goats around my neck to warn people away. If they don't hear and get too close, we have to yell, unclean, unclean, so they can avoid us for fear they'll catch this dreaded thing. I'm a leper, not uncommon here, associated with bad hygiene, lack of bodily cleanliness, but that was never true in our home, simple but clean. Mother never allowed animals in the house. We have to keep moving, can't live inside village walls. With blisters on our feet, it hurts to walk, even to move. If you see us lying on the ground begging, it's not because we're lazy, just in pain and not allowed to work, even to move. We look pathetic, but we're actually intelligent. You never know. Only advantage I can think of, it's safe to be a leper. Not even a robber comes near us. No one will ever steal anything for fear of contracting this awful thing. Until I wandered these back roads, I had no idea that women are afflicted too. Sad surprise. The root word for leprosy means being struck, afflicted, with an eruptive skin disease. Rough, scaly patches on the skin are common in our warm climate. For me, it started the day I noticed a splotch of white hair on my leg, then blotchy, scaly skin on my arms, a few lumps on my face, dull pain in my joints. Now they know that the bacteria can thicken the nerves, and when this stuff oozes out of blisters, it bleaches the skin. With no feeling, we lepers can place our hands on a burning stove, step on a thorn or sharp rock without feeling it. That can cause infection. That part can die and fall off, leaving healed stumps. It's not painful. You know, we just don't feel the whole point is that nerve endings are dying, then your flesh. Like one night, evidently my foot was resting on hot coals of fire. Someone smelled burning flesh, yelled at me, don't you feel it? No. Then everyone's face turned gray as it sunk in what happened. None of them had seen a leper up close weren't sure what one looked like. They just sat there paralyzed, then backed away as if they were hearing some invisible voice, unclean, unclean. My family's been through hell. They still love me, but I can't go near them. My mother suspected, I think deep down she knew. The priest, whose job it is to diagnose the situation and condition, came and examined me pushing a needle against the ulcer. No sensation. He placed me under quarantine for seven days where I stayed in a smelly room reserved for animals. When the priest returned after Shabbat, he found that the patch had ulcerated and with a sad look pronounced me unclean. Immediately had to leave the house. Lots of tears 
out of anguish for me, fear in their eyes for themselves. But no one came near me. No goodbye hugs. As I left, I looked back and saw my mother using a tree branch to push my bedroll out the door and burn it. I was officially a leper. Leprosy, the most dreaded word in our language. As I walked away, my father, careful not to touch me, handed me a leather pouch with some coins, told me he would meet me at our favorite spot near stream once every new moon to give me what he could afford. And they'd always be there as long as I kept returning. I went there that night, couldn't sleep. I'd received a death sentence from my body, society, my own family. No future marriage, no children, grandchildren. I was considered dead, banished. Even had to dress distinctly, announcing my condition with that dreadful bell. The first month I wandered aimlessly, probably in shock. Made it back to the spot for New Moon and there tucked under a rock a few coins. I knew it was more than he could afford, but they spoke of his hesed, loving care. Lots of tears that night. I kept hoping the ulcers would go away so the priest could declare me clean. Just eczema or psoriasis or ringworm, you know, one of the acceptable diseases. But the second month, I knew better. In spite of depression, I kept dreaming of the ritual prescribed for times when spontaneous healing took place, known to happen. No one knew how or why. And the leper was pronounced clean. One day, I was daydreaming about all that as I trudged around the Galilee. Fishermen would sometimes throw us bony fish that no one would buy and would cook and eat it. I'd hooked up with nine other guys. We'd formed a kind of unclean fraternity to share what we had. Talking as we sat eating fish, one of the guys mentioned that he had heard of a caring man walking along the shore. When he was spotted, we approached him as close as we legally could, pleading our case almost belligerently, challenging him. Ringing our bells all together, we yelled out, Master, have mercy on us! which actually meant a sarcastic curus. Of course, we expected a severe rebuke. The story doesn't tell it. But he walked toward us. That was new. He even introduced himself, then shocked us. Jesus stretched out his hands and touched us one by one. He touched us. I shuddered. You have any idea what that means? It was the first time anyone had touched me since I left home. Not just through my clothes, he touched me. Looking at us eye to eye, he told us, go and show yourself to the priests. That's what you do. We looked at our bodies, the affected places. We were clean. Oh my God. Hooping and hollering, we ran away, throwing away our bells. But then I remembered my mother taught me. Always say thank you. I went back to Jesus, hugged his feet, and with tears in my eyes looked up and thanked him and God. 
shaking his head, bemused, I guess. He turned to people around and noted how amazing it was that only the foreigner had returned. I guess he could tell by my accent I was a Samaritan, and Jews and Samaritans don't mix. He took me by the hand and raised me up, reminded me what was prescribed by Moses, make an offering for my healing as evidence of my recovery, my ticket to rejoin life. I did that using the coins my father had given me. I was clean again. Couldn't shut up telling people about it. Here's where you come in. People like I am have roamed the earth through the ages, still do. A black person in the South or Detroit, a Native American Indian in your West, a Jew in different parts of the world, a Palestinian in Israel, homosexuals and transgenders everywhere, a girl with AIDS in Africa, an immigrant at your border, an untouchable in India, the mentally ill everywhere, the retarded, the homeless in your midst, victims of war and oppression, malnourished children in tattered clothes. By their appearance, their very existence, they call out unclean, unclean. They don't need a bell. You are the living body of Jesus. You have the power to heal, to accept for whatever's needed and bring them back to society. But you can't heal them without touching them directly at the sore. The sore, whatever it is, rejection, need for food, for inclusion, always the possibility that you will be infected or called out. I live also in you. Those blotches on your soul, in your mind, your gut, that hurt so bad you want to amputate. Those actions and memories that make you feel unclean, make you insensitive to life, so focused on yourself sometimes as to be blind to the needs of others. If people only knew the ugliness, the embarrassment, the rough, scaly skin that you have inside, you would be banished from your family and society. Terrible to live in fear that someone, someday, will find out, pronounce you unclean. You need not live this way anymore. There is a man from Galilee. 